Welcome to Petty Talks, brought to you thanks to Seed Golf Balls, who deliver you affordable to performance, same performance, half the price. Check them out at www.seedgolf.com and try them today. I use the Seed 2, it's perfect for links golf, plenty long, lovely and soft around the greens. What do you use? Let me know over on social media. On today's show, we have golf sales manager of Carton House, Mr. Sean Clancy. But first, as Gay Byrne would have said, roll it there, Roisin. I mean, listen, we're talking about practice. Joe Bradley told us the production line was finished in Kerry. Well, Joe Bradley, what did he get at? Welcome to the show. Today I'm I'm actually still here in the carriage house um, at Carrot House and I'm sitting down with the uh, golf sales manager, Sean Clancy. How are you doing, Sean? Hi, Paddy. Great, thanks. Yourself? Good. I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. Good I'm man. actually after um, a full mobility session with Robbie Cannon, so I'm a little bit out of breath. Right. How's the glutes? Um, glutes are fine. The hips are in tatters. Uh-huh. <laughs> I need a lot of work on the other Any hips. box jumps to report off? I, d- I get the program in the next couple of right. days. So by the time this podcast goes out, I should be about five kilos down. Right. And I should be able to turn my neck like an owl. <laughs> yeah, and get that ball speed up to whatever it is the target Balls, is. Well, my current um, swing speed is 108 uh-huh. miles an hour. So like the fellow my size or whatever, um, I should be swinging it. And my aim is 115. Which is actually the tour average. Right. So I get that. So we, we the bombs, the bombs are on. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Mickelson, yeah. still hitting bombs. Uh-huh. But we're here to talk about kind of golf and Carton House. Um, and one thing that always strikes me about Carton House is like I would discuss with Derek Murray in custom fitting is its five-star service. Hmm. Like from the miniature sitting, I brought um, a golf group here last year and I, the, I brought 30 people um, ballpark <laughs> when well, it's missed a couple but they, everyone the feedback was they couldn't get over the level of service considering like we got um, we we got great value for what we paid and mm. um, we would have gone to other golf courses around, around Leinster mm-hmm. and nowhere came close to the level of service we got here so that's right. number one <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear that now that's, that's actually the first time uh, I know I helped you with the booking, but uh, I don't think we've we've caught up really in, in person since you were here that day. So it's actually fantastic to hear that. I think that was last September. So that's yeah. good four or five months ago. Um, but that's my bad. But like even it's the little things like um, the pencils and the scorecards. And we were given our own space here in the lobby and mm. there was ball markers laid out, which which isn't taken for granted from people who are visiting and it's something mm. everybody remembers and there's still people I play golf with and they're still using their Carton House right. ball marker today Great. so um, that's a bit of feedback there Good. for you. Wonderful. So something I ask everyone who comes on the show is what is Sean what is your earliest memory of golf yourself personally? Um, probably going back to uh, eight or nine years of age um, uh, seeing my dad head out the driveway off to do something for three or four hours and uh um, used to help him load up the, the gear into the bag and into the, into the boot of the car I should say and uh, um, eventually allowed me to come out and pull the trolley around for a while once I was strong enough to, to do that and um, uh, I, I guess it, it graduated from there from uh, hanging out with my dad because you know, a, a lot of boys of that age you know the, the, their, their dad is probably the biggest influence in, in the world along with their mother of course but from a from a, um, a sporting hobby scenario, it was my dad in our, in our 
in our particular family, um, the, the, the bit of football in the backyard, the um, how to cast a rod for the fly fishing that he loves and I, I still do from time to time. Um, but um, little things from, from there, I guess, um, started falling into place. Um, he used to love chipping into a brolly in the backyard, you know, just turn it upside down. I used to think that was great crack and if I, if I got one in out of ten I might get a, a, a coke down in the shop the next time we were out. So <laughs> these little things, uh, I guess, started uh, planting a seed in, in, in my mind of, uh, you know, golf isn't for old men and, um, you know, I suppose he'd, there was no such thing as, uh, or junior clubs were tough enough to come by, even um, as recent as, uh, what would that have been, late 80s, I guess. Um, so once I, I got my first set of clubs uh, um, at 10 years of age, um, things really started clicking into, into place for me with a brilliant par three slash pitch and put um, in Letterkenny, up in Donegal where I'm originally from. Uh, and we're not talking little 20, 30 yard shots here. I mean, the 13th for any Donegal listeners, and I'm sure there's plenty uh, out there. Uh, we'll know the 13th uh, on Aki's pitch and put, and you're, you're ta probably talking about 130 yards yes. from a height uh, with a, a beautiful view of the of the Swilly, and then the 14th was to a two-tiered green. So, you know, um, even though it was it was a, a par of uh, 64, I remember the first time I got under a par, and, geez, that was the biggest day of my life, you know, breaking par, you know. Um, God, thank God, this game is is actually fun and is is very playable. And even if all your mates didn't didn't play it, you could certainly hang out with your your dad and uh, his buddies. Um, and and from that, I, I graduated onto St. Eunan's College, Letterkenny. And um, a lot of people mightn't realise it's a very um, healthy, indeed competitive um, schools um, golf system in, in in Donegal and has been for for many years. So when I first started going to St. Eunan's College in 1990, my you know, I used to walk in the front hall there and you'd see pictures of college teams that had done well over the years um, that, had, that had claimed the county championship. And I used to, honest to God, I used to look up to those guys thinking they were, you know, off plus five and like Seve. So um, I guess that was my ambition as a 13-year-old as a was to make it onto the school team. Um, uh, during my first couple of years in, in, in secondary school, they introduced a, a, a junior uh, system, so up to junior cert. Um, that you'd get the opportunity to present, um, represent your your school at a, in a you know, in a competitive environment, and um, and and there's a bit of pressure in that because you're you're getting a half day off of off school, and a notice might go up on the on the school notice sports notice board. Best of luck to uh, Dara and Keith and, and Brian and and Sean uh, and Padraig on uh, on representing the school at Bell Buffet on Friday week. So you kind of feel a bit under the spotlight to to to, to uh, you know merit your your day off. Um, so I guess from um, from that environment, have a very supportive um, teacher slash coach under the tutelage of Mr. Edward Harvey, who I'm still with, in touch with these days. He actually came to Carton here just before, um, um, just back in August, I think it was, for for a stay and play, and sent me a lovely Christmas card. Um, so with his support, enthusiasm, um, the Fred Daly Championship taking on Royal Portrush, I remember. Um, heading up there and got the gear they had, you know, they all matching uniforms and uh, the shoes. And we were, I think I was wearing a, a Five Nations as it was then rugby top. <laughs> you know, don't go to certain uh, parts of the clubhouse, dare, dare I suggest. Uh, we were a little more eclectic in our, in our dress sense, but um, we, we gave them a, a good match and I think we lost um, on, on a, back on the uh, whole count. So um, little things like that are still 
cemented in my memory from you know from uh, many moons ago, and um, here we are chatting in Garden House. <laughs> Fast forward all those years. And there are some beautiful memories mm. that you know to draw upon. So so coming from playing playing golf in secondary school to becoming a golf sales manager, mm. you know. So the, like when I was in the west of Ireland, I couldn't get a job for the life of me. Um, that I wanted or that I thought I would enjoy. Like I didn't know that such a, a role existed. Mm. And like a golf salesman, like I, I was in sales. I loved golf, mm. but I didn't even know it existed. So like, how did you come about becoming the, the golf sales manager here? Well, um, I did international business and languages in universities. And my intention was to be a translator. I was the only boy in, in St. Unans to do both French and German for the Leaving Cert. Um, so I, I wouldn't have been the strongest at, at physics or, or chemistry, but I, I loved my languages and I, I still have them, French and German, to this day. Um, as a matter of fact, whenever I uh, go to some of my trade shows, oftentimes I'd use the opportunity to, to use one of those languages. Of course, yeah. pe People remember you. It's not, often it's not what you say, it's, it's how you say it. Um, so from, from a sales perspective, I think you have a, a passion for, for sales and I, I certainly do. So. Um, when, I, when I'm going to trade shows as I am, you know, presenting to, to 40, 50, two operators over the course of a week, that's a hell of a lot of people for them to remember when they get back to their desks, you know, which, which property was that, what was the unique selling point. But if, if you can, if the person can remember you as an individual, you know, it, it might make the difference whenever an inquiry for Ireland comes down the track, um, you know, six months, 12 months um, later. Um, so my initial plan was to be um, a translator. I graduated from University of Ulster, spent a year in France, um, brought my golf clubs over, would you believe? My good friend Michael Scott, he was up in Strasbourg. I was in a place called Colmar in the east coast of uh, eastern um, region of France and um, not known for its, its golf, I, I would say. Um, skiing. Skiing, skiing yeah. wine uh, and good roads. Um, are probably good th uh, three of the things um, that that neck of the woods is popular or well known for. Um, but Michael kindly brought uh, my clubs over, so I was, at least I was able to pop up to um, uh, a local pitch. There was a, a rugby pitch um, in the uh, uh, student area where where we where we lived, and uh, I don't think the locals had ever seen uh, a lad hit uh, eight irons and nine irons the length the length of a rugby pitch. So my abiding memory of uh, my first day um, in France is oh, so happy to get my clubs. Um, headed up to the, to the rugby pitch, found a spot where I thought I felt I wouldn't do any damage to the pitch, of course, behind the goals. Knocked a few nine irons up, heading up to collect the balls. From nowhere, a couple of lads on motorbikes had been looking at me and little did I know they were uh, off to fetch my golf balls. So that was the end of my uh, practice in, in uh, France for the year, or at least until Christmas, till I, till I got back. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, funny story from uh, all those um, years ago. So, um, I, like, like yourself, I, I had a passion for golf, but um, you know, I remember remember ringing up Titleist one day because I loved Titleist gear. Going, any chance I can, I can uh, get a job. But what skills do you have? Well, uh, I can speak I can speak languages, but. Um, um, I probably have a bit to learn in, in all things sales and accounts and account management. Um, so you know, I, I took those uh, learnings to, to heart and uh, was was appreciative and thankful of the opportunity to to, to meet Keith, who still works for them. Um, and that, and that kind of gave me a bit of um, a hope that a, a door would open one day if you um, went. You don't have to work 
in an industry to get in an industry everything is transferable i think in life 100 percent, definitely yeah you know so i went off and um actually worked in Citibank for a couple of years um using my languages in in the diners club um department uh, a, a charge card that you might have heard of um from there i moved on to uh, telecommunications working for a, a dot com three com in uh, ballycoolin industrial state in in um uh, Blanchestown, but I was getting getting two buses out a day from um, from Donnybrook, and you know before I became a car owner, there was no there was no future in that. Um, you know, unlike any uh, enthousi- enthusiastic golfer, you'd, you'd get your magazines, you'd do your reading, you'd dream about heading off to you know the Carolinas, the the, the, the Australia. I used I used to peruse all the OEMs, so the Titans, the Callaways, TaylorMades, Puma or Cobra, mm. and they're all based in basically the same, within a five mile radius mm. of Carlsbad. Right. And when I was in college, that's all I used to do was see what jobs was there. Yeah, yeah. And that's all I used to do, but <laughs> was just check, like, who's, for, what, what can I get a job in the golf industry? Like, yeah. what do I need? Yeah, yeah. And I was trying to marry up my love of, of languages and travel with golf. And, you know, I was thinking about, do I set my own business up, travel, France, Germany, um, but then I, I stumbled um, upon an article by uh, Roddy Carr on, on what the Carr family do. And I thought, where are these lads based? Looked them up. Oh, Elm Green, not a million miles from Blanchestown. So um, I rang them up and asked, could I call in one day to, to meet them for a chat? They weren't, um, they weren't in the market for, for anyone. Um, uh, just uh, I, was, I was fortunate enough to be given the time of day. And that's... Uh, you know, I, I I look now at this stage of life, and you know, I'm a, I'm appreciative of the team there for just giving a young guy the time of day to come in, have the chat, see, you know, ask the open-ended questions. How do I get into this industry, which from the outside looking in just looked so fascinating to the twenty odd something me um, at that time, um, and I, I think they just they just liked my. You know, get up and go and knock on the door and see if it opens and, and if it doesn't let us know when I might knock on it again and um, as the fellas as Christy Moore says uh, he gave me a start you know Marty and, and, and Mark Dunbar and uh, and that, that was the start of um, my career in, in the golf industry um, in um, 2003 that was if I, if I have my, my sums right yeah. so that's that's a great journey and explanation I suppose for anyone who's doing the leaving cert maybe or in college or is doing a job they might necessarily be 100% enjoying is that skills are transferable and the job you have like the dream job so like my my brothers and sister won't mention won't mind me mentioning this but they're going through a part in their lives and they're in their mid to late 20s and they really don't know what they want to do yet mm. they've x amount of experience but all that skills and what they're doing at the moment is transferable to that job that they really want but I suppose what people out there needn't be afraid of is yes go ask go knock on the door mm. like no one will reply to an email maybe but go to their door yeah. ring them you know it's hard to turn someone away in person it is genuinely and uh, and they can get to see if you might be the right fit that could work within the business or whether you still need a bit of time to keep doing what you're doing but um, you know we'll, we'll chat again in, in, in two years time once the person has matured or whatever the case may be uh, but I was just fortunate that uh um, they thought I could I could bring something to the table, you know. Obviously, the language side of things. They were 
they are indeed, I think they still, um, well they were and they still are very much focused on the American market and they're trying to expand a little into European circles and, uh, and I was trying to get across the, um, to them that I could you know, use, use the skill set that I had to, to present Ireland as a golf destination, Scotland as a golf destination to, to those markets and um, yeah, here we are. I like Carragher on my hit list to, to have a chat with um, because I think what they do for Irish golf both from a tourism point of view and from some golf club management point of view excellent excellent work they're keeping clubs alive mm. for a start mm. but we're here to chat about um, golf and Carton House and one thing that um, I'm in awe of is actually the building we're sitting in mm-hmm. uh, could you tell us a bit more about the Carriage House here maybe a bit of its history and and, and the job the project to bring it to where it is now? Well, as you correctly say, we're now sitting in uh, what's known as the, the carriage house. So anyone that hasn't been to Carton House in the last uh, eight or nine months would probably be awestruck with the, 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 the change in the facilities here. So what we've done is we've overhauled the pro shop. When you, when you first of all walk in, we've relocated the location of the, of the check-in desk. So it's much closer to the door that where guests arrive into instead of walking down the back. Um, that gives us in turn from a commercial perspective, a bit more shelf space down the back and we're able to present things in a, in a better way. Nice soft lighting down the back as you might've seen from um, your, your visits here to date. Um, a massive part of golf is the food and beverage side of it. There's no getting away from it. Um, deal with any corporate on a on a corporate golf day, and eighty percent of the conversation revolves around before and after the golf. I think it's almost it's almost taken as read that the golf course will be of a solid standard. Um, it's it's the before and after that the customer needs to have complete faith in that the venue will deliver the standards that they expect. You know, um, particularly as I say on, on on a corporate golf day, but that's across the board. Whether it's you coming down for a game with a with a buddy of a of a, of a Monday morning in November, you know, uh, off peak season, you've probably a certain expectation in terms of the the welcome, the coffee, the, you know, the the, the breakfast. Um, but you know, flip that on its head. Um, we're fortunate to have two golf courses here. Um, but we've one clubhouse, so we need, need to manage this building um, in, a, in, a, in, the, in the best way that we can to look after the customers on, on the shotgun course, and whilst looking after um, the twos and the fours and the, and the sixes. And that's where um, the bar and restaurant um, come in that we've um, opened uh, in May 2019. So um, hopefully some of your listeners will follow us on, on, on social media or be readers of Irish Golf for a magazine, for example. Um, Kevin Markham did a brilliant write-up on us around last May. Um, we had a, a fantastic photographer from the UK uh, by the name of Jack Hardy come over and he did a brilliant photo shoot with us um, and he would be back over again um, twice this year in view of the further developments that were, um, were currently taken uh, in the hotel with the uh, restoration of the old house, uh, the manor house uh, uh, and the hotel um, lobby and spa. Um, so I guess back to the carriage house, on one side you have uh, a restaurant which caters for group dining be it a society, be it a corporate, and on the left-hand side as you walk in, more uh, more the bar side, um, nooks and crannies, uh, perfect for twos and fours, um, very, very informal. Perfect for coming, even if you're not, so like, I'm in a situation where I could be moving into a role in my main job, 
it's a bit more remote and this is the perfect place to bring a friend a wife and mm. um, your family um, a, a business lunch to bring a client and mm. um, I've done interviews in them in the manor house mm. um, four or five years ago and um, uh, I got the job but um, <laughs> but this place is perfect for all of those types of scenarios yeah. because while it is a bar and a restaurant that what you just said there the nooks and crannies and mm. um, booth style and mm. um, it's perfect for all that. So you have like yeah. your own kind of private space. Yeah, yeah. Plus there's the members lounge. So anyone that uh, might have been here in the past as a group, a society outing, would have dined in a, in a private room uh, at the rear of the, of the building. We've now um, renovated that into a, a beautiful members lounge because uh, you know, members are obviously a, a key part of a, of a, of a business such as, such as this. Um, we've also refreshed the, the locker rooms upstairs. Um, the name, the carriage house, is taken from, I guess, the, the brilliant history that we have to delve into here to help us create the, 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 the future of Carton House. And what, what, what is Carton? Um, we're under new ownership since um, December 17. So I'm here two and a half years myself. Um, so I was under the, the guise of the previous owners, the Malahan family. Um, so it's from a, from a business point of view, essentially we've gone from getting around a table, you know, general manager, assistant manager, revenue manager, owner, director of golf, myself, making decisions, you know, knocking things around, whereas now it's um, it's a whole new world for us with with new ownership, um, thanks to, it's the Mullen family um, from Philadelphia, who's, uh, I guess there's the, uh, there's the classic Irish success story there. Um, John Mullen is, is the owner. Um, he developed a company called Apple Leisure Vacations. So he's been in the travel industry for now on um, 40, 40 years. His parents came from Belmont in County Mayo. Um, so I guess you could say, you know, they left for better things and uh, little did they know that um, one of their own would, would, would do well and uh, acquire uh, a venue such as this. Um, so, but going back to um, history, um, I'm not sure many of your listeners uh, might might be aware of, you know, where does Carton get its name from? Well, it's it's the land of the Pillar Stone. So, you know, Kildare is a rich county for for history, much like Meath. We're actually on the Kildare Meath border here. Um, uh, for example, anyone that's played the Montgomery, you're actually in Meath on the first tee, and. All going well, the ball should land in County Kildare. <laughs> if it lands in Dublin, we're in a spot of bother. Might need to go up to the GOI for a bit of coaching. <laughs> um, so yeah, the, the, the River um, Rye um, divides both uh, Kildare and, and, and Meath. Um, but going back to the history, um, the Earls of, of Kildare um, were the family by the name of the Fitzgeralds. They, they um, acquired lands, including what is now modern-day Carton, um, back in the 12th century because so, they were loyal to Strongbow's invasion of Dublin, the Normans, the uh, uh, Angli- Anglicisation of Ireland, the Crown taking things over for a while, as we all know, um, and in return for that loyalty, you know, they inherit significant townlands. And um, this was the first evidence of a building here in, in Carton, goes back to, to the 17th century. The building itself um, which people will recognise as they come over the Long Avenue, um, was built in 1739. Um, built, would you believe, for the pricey sum of uh, £20,000. Bargain. Bargain. I'll have 
five of those on the, on the credit card. <laughs> See how we go. Um, by an architect, architect called Richard Morrison, who also um, built Dal Aaron and the RDS. Okay. Uh, as well as um, neighbouring Castletown House. So if you actually, next time you're walking up Kildare Street, just stop, stop for a moment and, and, and look at the actual architecture of, of Dahl Aaron, uh, of Leinster House, I should say, and um, you'll see similarities in, in the hotel here. Um, well, what is now a hotel? Um, it's, only, it's only open since 2006 as a hotel business, but um, there's tons of rich history that we can tap into. Um, so at the height of their wealth and power, um, the Fitzgeralds were actually the, the effectively the rulers of Ireland uh, around the 15th century. Um, so seemingly they were at the height of their wealth and power in the in the 18th century. Uh, uh, and this is the building in which they stored their carriages. So if you had a carriage in God help the people of the time, 18th century Ireland, when they were hitting the hitting the ships to for better places. Um, you were you were somebody of certain renown and, and wealth, and and uh, they had seven of them stored in this building, hence the name, the carriage house. And I know it's 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 a bit dark here on this uh, January evening, but you might have noticed that we have a, a carriage outside yeah. Yeah. as you come in. So you'll notice little things like that popping up in our social media, in our marketing as we start telling the story of. New Carton, if you will, which essentially is the restoration of a, a an old lady, a, a grand majestic house. That's a fantastic, like um, journey through history to to explain. Um, I suppose the building that we're in, you know, and, and that's something that I want to unfold as as a, as I have chats with people like your good self about about um, golf course around Ireland. It's a fantastic story. So yeah. thank you very much. Um, in terms of where you're going next week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so this episode uh, will come out in a couple of weeks' time. So it'll actually be after where you're going next week. Um, so where are you going next week? I have the uh, onerous task of uh, heading out to the PGA show in Orlando with the uh, the Irish golf industry. Um, so we're we've a new, bigger, and better stand um, to look forward to being based at at the show itself. Um, so Team Ireland will be there in force. From, um, from Saturday evening until the following Saturday at the PGA show. Um, so I'm representing Carton, our director of golf, um, Jason Totos, who's come from South Africa, Vancourt, amongst other numerous uh, other resorts. He'll be joining me, uh, as well as my colleagues in the Irish industry. So we've got a, quite a few nice meetings lined up with uh, the golf travel trade uh, in America, as well as various... Uh, golf writers, um, Tom Coyne and, and the like, who mightn't be up to speed on the current carton. So I guess our opportunity is to, you know, take them on that journey, um, in in view of our our new ownership, uh, in view of the improvements across you know, the hotel. We upgraded um, all of the new wing bedrooms uh, last spring. So not only did we have a clubhouse um, being improved last spring, which was a three-month job. We also um, managed to um, improve our accommodation offering. Uh, um, so we've substantially overhauled um, the comfort levels in um, what it, you know what it means to stay in Carton, the corridors, the feel, the vibe, little things that 
um, our owners have invested time and energy into um, one of um, one of the family is actually a graphic designer so um, she spent time in the National Archives researching old images from Carton and found patterned carpets and hence what we're looking at right now um, you know little things from the old house have been taken into the to the into the new house um, for example there's a there's an organ that's powered by water, would you believe? Hydraulic organ in the old house in a room called the Gold Salon. And that room can be offered to private parties, dinners, birthday celebrations. But, you know, a max of 40 people can fit comfortably in, in the Gold Salon. It's a, it's a stunning room. Um, the ceiling was designed by the Francini brothers. They were they were famous um, Italian goldsmiths in the 18th century. I guess that shows the, the opulence that... Fitzgerald's had and you know almost like a downtown abbey vibe to mm -hmm. things there's a there's a, a bell room in which the servants of the time would have waited for a bell to to ring uh, and that maybe the lady was having trouble with her uh, her, her hairdo her chosen hairdo of the day or her, her corset or whatever the case may be um, so there's just fantastic stories that we can look at and, and try and take forward. So the shape of the organ in the Gold Salon is actually the influence for the shape of the headboard in the new wing. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, the, um, the lamp in the room in which Queen Victoria stayed. So Queen Victoria was twice a guest of uh, the Fitzgeralds. Um, I think there was a 47-year gap between both her um, visits. So the... Um, the, 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 there's a lamp in her room. It's called the Chinese Boudoir. Absolutely stunning. Um, that room has been essentially under lock and key, um, but we're going to start showing it off a little more um, once we're um, the other side of our refurbishment and restoration work in, in May. Guests who, if you have an afternoon tea booked in, for example, you know, it's not just go in and have your tea and cheerio. It's, we'll have a host in, in, in place to meet and greet guests as they make their way down to the old house and um, you know to welcome them but you know just take them on a little journey as I'm trying to take the listeners here that there's more to just get your food play your golf go home you know car park offers if you if you will yeah exactly there's a yeah. full carton experience that you can avail of um, if you so choose exactly um, and yeah. that's across the business um, you know we're, we're, we're famous for, for sporting teams we're getting more and more weddings my focus is obviously the, the golfer hence my um uh, my, my trip to Orlando next week um, but it's, it's not just the American market you know I, I spend time in the UK you know because they are our nearest and biggest trading partner um, so you know the UK market is undergoing um, some state of flux in, in all things tourism yeah but like half of them are getting Irish passports now so it'll be yeah. fine yeah <laughs> <laughs> fair point um, so it'll be fine yeah uh, um, so no it's um I guess that the US is a um, is is one core market for us to develop, but amongst many many others. For anyone listening who wants to play either individually, but maybe there's a society out there. So for for years, like I would have thought of Mount Juliet, I would have seen it. This esteemed place where where I won't even be allowed in. Like my society, Carton House, no, like that's way above our grade. So mm. can you give us an idea of? What, like me having experienced like that society experience is phenomenal mm. you know and for for, for good value yeah. you know what i mean so can you kind of walk us through the process that anyone can just so they'll get in contact the details will be in the show notes below anyway mm. and i'll share them across social media etc but can you just give an example of 
the service you provide to a group booking here at Cairn? Well, it's, it's great that you've actually walked that journey yourself, Podrick. So you, uh, you've, you've sat here in the, in the lobby, which also was refurbished um, last spring. Um, we provide a welcome sign to, to a group. So welcome, ex-society, enjoy your day at Carton. We'll, we'll lay out um, complimentary uh, ball markers, stroke savers, pencils, scorecards. Um, if you want longest drive or nearest the pin in your company's name or with a good luck message or whatever the case may be, society's name, we'll, we'll do that uh, complimentary. Um, so societies are a massive part of, of a business such as, as ours. We're, we're very fortunate to be uh, located within 25 minutes of, of, of where 2 million people reside. And, 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 and as you know, there's a lot of nomadic golfers out there. Maybe they're not attached to a club, but they still like a game with their mates down the local. Um, maybe they, they don't have the wherewithal or not the, or the time uh, to commit to golf membership, but they still have a bit of a competitive uh, um, uh, bone in their body. So they want to take, take on their buddies and, 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 and have, a, have an enjoyable you know, social outing every once in a while. Um, so societies are, are very welcome here in Carton House. Um, we're starting to see um, some of them graduate towards the Montgomery, which is interesting, because traditionally they would have gone to the Amira. Um, but the Montgomery, which is a fantastic course. That's the one we played, mm. and the standard that it's kept to mm. is phenomenal. Mm. You know, and yeah. we played it at the back end of the year when you kind of expect things to be of a softer nature like sloppy not sloppy fairies but like maybe um, casual water here or there but it was fantastic yeah fantastic and yeah. the closing four, four or five holes are just, it's an amazing walk it's a, it's a great test of golf um, we, we, we ask open-ended questions what's the average handicap tell me a little about the, the players in your group are you, are you um, is it a captain's day or is it just a uh, regular outing these little things help understand what's important for the customer in the day and then we'll, we'll make recommendations on which tees to play off or we can um, if it's a shotgun we can talk to the greenkeepers here and have the course set up um, you know, to, to, to best suit their, their playing ability in terms of where pins are, are located. So as well as the welcome in the clubhouse, um, driving range is another element that we um, offer to, 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 to groups during the, uh, during the season, which is typically April to October. Um, so essentially 30 minutes before your, your tea time, we offer complimentary use of our driving range, which is located probably a two minute walk from where we're sat here right now. And, and that just, uh, you know, it's part of getting into the flow of a golf day. You're not rushing out of the car, pulling muscle, bad drive, bad mood. You know, just just plan your day. Tell your guests, let's get there a little earlier and, you know, um, <laughs> smell the roses almost. No, as exactly. A, as you actually were. have managed our day quite well from that whole customer expectation um, perspective. So, mm. so I definitely would encourage any society to, to, to engage with whoever reaches out to them, whether it be yourself or yeah. the staff here. Yeah. Um, because we're both very busy people, you've kids at home, and I've a golf lesson to get to. We're going to wrap this up now with a quick fire Q and A, right? Underpin this that these are opinions of Sean Clancy. So whatever walk on song he has is not representative of Carton House, right? Fair so, enough. <laughs> because Tom Kennedy chose we never walk alone, so I'll never forgive him uh, for yeah. that. Oh, good man, Tom. <laughs> Fair so play to you. Are you ready for a quick fire Q and A? Go ahead. 
Super stuff. So, what would your walk-on song be? Well, I know Tom already chose uh, "You'll Never Walk Alone," so uh, fair play, Tom. And and I have to say, there's been far too much uh, Man United talk on this podcast for my liking, uh, especially Garley Hurley and yourself. I, I know that's that's five minutes of my of my life I'll never get back. And um, just to clarify, is, is Ollie still at the wheel there, Rodrigo? Even just, when this just, podcast goes out in a couple just, of weeks, Ollie will still be at the wheel. Wheel status update. I'm not sure. <laughs> and and I have to say that uh, that piece of uh, footage from Rio. Ferdinand just will never age so for the fellow Reds in this season that we're having my god uh, yeah so um, fair play to Tom he's already chosen uh, you'll never walk alone however I'm going to do a different uh, angle I once did a, uh, a charity boxing match and uh, okay. uh, welcome to the jungle by Guns N' Roses was my walking actual walking song so I've used that super, in the past Jim uh, or pizza um, why do I have to choose um, I recently uh joined a gym but um, I've been a longer barbecue owner and I've really enjoyed getting my accessories my Weber it's, it's my manhole so I'm going to say pizza on this occasion very good hat visor or bucket hat uh, I'm going to say hat happy Gilmore or tin cup well, I watched it last Saturday would you believe so uh, happy Gilmore Guinness or Heineken Guinness all the way Lynch or Port Marnock well, Port Marnock was the home of my first ever professional golf tournament, So, uh, but I'm a, I'm a Donegal man at heart, so I'm a little uh, caught on that one. 1990 Irish Open versus the West of Ireland, Colchi versus Dub. Uh, I'm the father to a Dub, but a proud Donegal man. Um, Lynch. <laughs> Walk or cart? Walk. Win the Masters or win the Open? Open. Would you rather drive it like Dustin Johnson or drive it like Zach Johnson? It's DJ every time. Instagram or Twitter? Twitter. Play or practice? Play. Very good. Well, I must say a massive thank you for me for giving us a walk through the history of Carrot House. And I would urge anyone listening and everyone listening and their friends and pick five friends and tell their friends and tell five more friends that they need to walk through Carrot House as well. Walk on, as they say. <laughs> thank you very much. Thanks, buddy. That was Sean Clancy, Head of Golf Sales at Carrot House in Maynooth, Mead or Kildare, whichever you choose. And what a wonderful historian and mind of information all about Carton House he is. Definitely get in touch with Sean if you are looking to bring a group of yours to Carton House or indeed if you're looking to get a game of golf yourself. Two wonderful courses there in the Montgomery and the O'Mara. Thank you all for pressing play. Please do check out www.pandagolf.com. Let me know what you think of the website which we'll be sending out a timesheet now and then. We won't be spamming but basically it'll be competitions, giveaways, four balls here and there. As I get around the country playing the different courses, I will throw up reviews of them so you can kind of check them out before you make those journeys yourself. Thank you all again for pressing play. Please leave a review wherever you are listening to this podcast. Share the show with your family and friends. Until we teed up again soon, I'm Paddy. <laughs>